Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. This is Beatrice Raplin Hapsnecker. Uh, and I am Summerfest. Oh, goodness gracious. Woohoo! Summerfest 2010. Wow. Are you going? Uh, Dude, Devo and Katzenyammer wow. on July 4th. That's... I'm that's, there. That's pretty hot. Have you heard of Katzenjammer? No, but I mean, we saw them last year. They're a, a, a Swedish, Norway, Norwegian. I don't think three, I... four, four girls that just get up there with this huge. Type it in. It's amazing. <laughs> they have this guitar that looks like a cat, and it's about the size of a sumo wrestler. You know, and I it has three strings, and they just jam out on this thing, and they they're super cute, and they play <laughs> this crazy pop music. It's really fun. I don't think I've been to Summerfest since I was a kid with my parents. Are you gonna go? Well, I don't... Uh, hey, the the ladies can hang out. You and me will take a bus. The this, la- is what, this is what I did last year, dude. Here, here, here's the story. I uh, I got myself a um, couple of Mandy's. Yeah. Poured them up. Well, explain what a Mandy is. For a me. Mandy is a, uh, a Mountain Dew and Brandy. Corbell, mm. particularly. Um, and I mixed a couple of big ones up, and I stuck them in my little carry-on bag on the bus. I got on the bus, and I sat on the bus. I'm like, I'm ready to go to Summerfest. Did you drink any of your Mandy? I drank on the bus? it all the way down, and there was a woman right in front of me with a little kid, and the little kid kept like poking over, and I was like, I would like like look around and like take a slug, and then I could just it was like, it's <laughs> a smell brandy. of brandy, and I just kept getting happier as the trip went on. You know, I was like, and I think everybody within six seats of me knew. Well, of course, there was a couple making out in the back, but yeah. well, they didn't care. Were you sitting there giggling or something? I was, I don't know. I was. I just started talking. There was a woman sitting right next to me, actually, right next to me. That was what I was more worried about than the kid, because I had to kind of look at her, and she, you know, and then I'd be talking to her, and then I'd be like, oh, I'm thirsty. <laughs> and I, it was, I pulled out this Mountain Dew bottle, and it's like brown, you know? <laughs> She's like, oh. That's an interesting She was like a teacher. She was like a bilingual teacher or something. It was really interesting talking to her about the school systems here in Madison. Um, I, look at I remember that. See, I remember that. I don't remember her go. name or anything, but anyways, um, yeah, that was, it, it's a good time. So we could get a bus ticket, let drive me, down there, my brother me, picks us up, we stay overnight over there, and then... Let me tell you a quick story about, about buses and what I think is uh, alcohol. When I was uh, 16 or 17 years old, I used to live in New York, and I would take a Greyhound bus for summer vacation, spring vacation, uh, whatever the school vacation is. Is this the one where you got, uh, where you bought some cat shit in the, in the bathroom? I don't remember. And you thought it was no, no, it was I'm not. Gonna, stuff. No, that's not that story. That was a good story. It was a good story. If you could put a little twist on it, you could probably tell it again. You, you got to give me a couple more beers, and then I'll be like, "What? What? That's fascinating." That. You got to go back to the archives for that particular story. But this one, number forty-three, I think it was. It may have it? been the same. Fifteen trip. minutes in, it may have been the same trip. Now you got to realize that when you're going uh, on a Greyhound bus from Canton, New York, which is way upstate New York to Madison, it takes. It takes two days because you got to stop in all the little burbs cool. in 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 New York, and then I think you get like on an express bus. So then you can go from like uh, 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 Albany to Cleveland, and then from Cleveland you can go to Chicago, and then from Chicago you get into Wisconsin. And then you like stop and blah blah blah. But even those are like that's like an eight hour stretch. Yeah, oh my each god, of those, right? So oh my god, yeah. And you're sleeping on this uncomfortable bus, and it, the buses go fifty. Four miles per hour, I think, is what I mean. You're getting past, and Greyhound bus is a miserable way to travel. 
But how often do they have to stop for gas every eight hours? I don't know. We never stopped for gas. I mean, we would stop. Oh. We would stop at uh, an airplane. Probably came down and like <laughs> <laughs> while everybody was sleeping. Or at drive 2 a car. Yeah, a car <laughs> pulled up. up. Let's a fill tanker up. truck. Let's not. We can't delay this. This person paid forty five dollars for his bus ticket or twelve dollars or whatever the hell it was. It was like this. This wiry <laughs> conduit snake <laughs> grappling Spidering for the bus. its way to the bus. <laughs> There's a guy that they hire that kind of. Like, you know those doors where they steer the luggage? One of those is a guy that like guides that little thing into the gas tank. He gets paid a lot of money. Then there was the poor incident of little Louisa, <laughs> snack biter, who was sitting in the window seat when they were just perfecting how to, and it smashed through the window and squirted gas all over her. Sad time. That was yeah, a sad time. Yeah, that, for, was a, that was kind uh, of a setback for Greyhound. Yeah, they <laughs> lost a lot of money in that yeah, lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, now she works for BP, so... <laughs> I hear she was in charge of a of a rig. <laughs> she got her revenge. Um, so where was I going? Uh, it was in the midst of one of these long stretches between either Cleveland and Chicago or or Albany and Cleveland. I had it was the first time, so it was the time where I got this really sweet weed. So I think I already told that that story on the podcast. That was between Albany and Cleveland. Yeah, that was actually between I don't remember Buffalo and Albany when I got the sweet weed. Uh, but between Albany and Cleveland, um, I had a a little thing of chewing tobacco that Ooh. was like super dry and and probably really nasty and gross. But I was like sitting on the bus, I'm bored. You know, I've been on this damn thing for four or five hours and. There's no Game Boys or iPhones or you know MP3 I mean, players. No MP3 players. I had my CD little. Player. I had my. Well, there was tape CD players, deck, but I had my little tape player with, with uh, one cassette, and it was I had like six cassettes. But you know, I mean, there was like two that I liked, right? That I would just play over and over again. Kind of got sick of it. And uh, you know, I I don't think I had any books with me, or I don't remember. But you know, so I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Bazooka Joe bubblegum wrappers. I'm gonna get some of this chew out. So I pull some of this chew out. I put a little plug in. I'm, I must have had some sort of cup or soda can or something to. Yeah, spit I would in. hope so. Good lord, doing that, and all of a sudden, like I swear to God, within ten minutes of me putting this plug in, you're just high as a kite. Well, there was that uh, because I only did chewing tobacco three or four times, and the first two times I puked, and the second two times I was just dizzy and floating, like oh my god, it, yeah, it hits you pretty hard. I don't know if it's that fiberglass cuts up your lip, and like it, I don't know what happens. It's, but it's just nicotine that just it's hits just you bang. Yeah. Directly no, I mean, in your it's, it's really it's no wonder that those guys' lips just get all nasty and disgusting. So, anyways, uh, I put that stuff in. Ten minutes later, the bus just goes just just stops at the curb, just stops. And it's 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 two three a.m. It's late, and uh, all of a sudden, whew, lights are flashing, cop car lights, kind of surround the bus. I'm like, I'm 16 years old at the time. I'm like, oh my, I'm like spitting this tobacco. I'm like, oh my god, the bus driver saw me, and I was like being really careful to make sure that I was like bent under the seat and everything, so that nobody could see me. And <laughs> freaking out, you know, hearts pumping, and all of a sudden. Cop walks onto the bus, starts coming towards the back, and I'm I'm not in the back, I'm somewhere in the middle, but he's I swear to God, he's coming right for me. And he grabs the guy right in front of me, who had like this coffee can uh and pulled him off. Not a coffee can, but like a coffee thermos, and pulled him off the bus. And nobody said anything, nobody made any rumors or con comments, but as soon as that guy was pulled off the bus, the bus kept on going. And I was like, you know, the, the guy wasn't making a ruckus. Uh, 
the only thing that I could assume is that his little coffee thing was full of like whiskey or scotch or something, and he was getting wasted on the bus and. Wow. So I don't. I, I guess my point is, is that I don't know that I would ever be able to a chew uh, tobacco ever. Period. But definitely not on a bus. Or b sit there and drink like a like a like a road soda or a mandy on the bus wow. without fear of a well, cop. Like it, you, that should be must, something you can look up. I mean, must, or it should say it should be written in the rules. It's probably illegal. It's yeah, but probably illegal. My I mean, God, I, I can't believe that they would pull you over at two in the morning and like haul the guy out. The, what? I feel like the bus driver Jesus. like phoned in something like I got somebody you got to go because like we didn't get pulled over he stopped yeah but oh my and god no he, like, there must have been something else going on he was right in front of me no 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 there you you probably well, I mean, gl- the, the seats you glammed onto the thermos the guy was probably there must have been something else yeah, going on maybe he was like he was getting extradited or something cuz the cop cars would not surround the bus I think well, the when bus I say driver around, would just like there was two the bus driver would come back and say dude Lose it. I'm taking it away. They wouldn't They wouldn't surround the bus with cop cars, I don't think, and ball, haul the guy away. I don't know. They pulled I, him off the bus. He went without a ruckus or a fight. He was just like, hey, man, and they, they, they walked so off he, the bus. Yeah, he knew. He was trying to run away from something. Oh, uh, well, you know what? It's been. Yeah. You just clammed onto that thermos thing, and I. They would. They might kick you off the bus. They might. Take your alcohol away, but they would. I don't think they would surround the bus. I mean, come on! Don't you think the taxpayers would have better things to pay for for than, than the cops to surround a, an interstate bus and the haul, haul the guy that's having a little whiskey? And the, yeah, I don't know. Look at airplanes, for God's sakes! Wouldn't it be worse? Yeah. Then they like serve you alcohol on airplanes. That's true. That's uh, okay. All right. Unless they think that maybe the fumes will go up to the driver and get him <laughs> drunk. The driver will get drunk. Uh, it's like secondhand booze, man. All I right, smell well, it. there you go. You you have an interesting point. Here I've been living with this story in my mind for quite a while. And there you go. I don't know. I, I think I, I may have just shot bullets through it. Was really still. kind of worried about it myself. And yep. it probably took me halfway through the trip to to like even crack the, crack the, the lid on the thing because... I kept looking at him like, oh, I just, you know, I, but well, it was so let's, brown. Let's it was like Mountain Dew. Yeah, I, I yeah, it. totally. I, I mean, I'm, because my brother was already down there. They were already in Summerfest. Uh-huh. It was like, I took the noon bus. I was going to meet him there at like three o'clock. Okay. I was going to get to the bus station and then walk <clears throat> to Summerfest, which is maybe a mile. I don't know. From the bus so stop? I, yeah. So I get oh, down okay. there. I call him up. I'm like, dude, I'm here. And I already had like one and a half in me. And I'm like, I'm here. You know, I walked over to the the North Gate or whatever it is. And they met me out there like, oh, we're go- we're just about to go back out to our car to make some more. Because that's what they do, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, they just, I mean, because, my God, drinks are ridiculously yeah, expensive. Yeah. So I was like, I have another one. Sure. So Load me up. Basically, at that point, what I did was I had one more. And I think I snuck that one in. It's really hard to sneak it in nowadays. Though. Really? Oh my god! We we go to the lengths of actually. My brother bought this platypus thing. Yeah. It's like a little plastic pouch. Right. And he ties a rope around it, sticks the thing down Hangs by it his from crotch. his sack. Yeah. Because that they don't you know they're like Ooh, oh okay yeah they don't they don't grab the no sack but I mean they, they search everything else. they if you have a stroller and a baby they will lift that baby up and stick their finger up its ass I swear <laughs> to God they are hardcore okay they do not want. And they don't care if you have a gun, but they don't want you to have any alcohol because then Miller's going to lose a $6 sale. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Sure. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, and then there's an interesting thought about that. Uh, Kelly and I went to Lollapalooza in Chicago two, maybe three years ago. It was right after my wedding. It was the August after my wedding. Oh, my wedding was in August. I don't remember what it was, but I had my little... uh, uh, flask thing, and I filled it up with some Captain, and I was kind of like, hey, you know, let's bring this in, sneak it in, you know, because we had been there a couple of years prior, and you get yourself a 16-ounce, I think it was Budweiser, which is even worse than Miller, right? Six dollars. Six bucks, yeah. period. And if you want, like, a, what, like a Malibu and, you know, some crappy cherry-flavored, yeah. it's like ten dollars, and it doesn't have any... Well, anyways, so I'm like, you know, this year, let's 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 bring a little Captain, you know, we can get a Coke for two three bucks you know mix it up and and do it up right so kind of going to the gates i'm like mm, a little nervous and i i had it i think i had it in my underwear you know uh, probably towards my crotch and they didn't, they didn't search us at all they're like yeah in in, in in they didn't search anybody uh, maybe they had some random searches but no they just they just shoot us no in. metal detector or nothing no no metal wow. detector. i mean it's at it's at, at um it's at that waterfall park or that that big water fountain park clark kent Kent Clark, Clark Kent Park. Uh, it, do you know what I'm it's talking about? It's a super park, like, I've heard. There's the lake, and I think it's Lakeshore Drive, and then behind that, there's this this park, uh, and then there's the big fountains, and it's it's like the right bean? downtown. All right, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, somebody from Chicago. Would I'm not. Downtown. I'm not Chicago wise. So, anyways, we get in there, and you know, we go we go check out some shows because I mean, it's it's a, it's a whole day festival of concerts, right? Yeah. And uh, finally, we're like, all right, we kind of worked up our nerve. Like, let's go get some Pepsi's or Cokes or whatever. Whatever. And and so we do, and we drink half of them. I'm like, all right, well, where are we going to do this thing? And I'm like, in the bathroom. It's got to be in the bathroom. So we go and we open up these nasty porta potties that have been. I mean, Lollapalooza is a three day festival. It starts on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We usually go on a Saturday. So it's Saturday at three. So it's already got 18, 20 hours of poo and pee all over it. Mm. And so I'm in there with my Pepsi. Sure, yeah. Like, opening up my little flask and dumping the thing in there just meanwhile inhaling everybody else well i mean you had to waste. shit at some point too didn't you though yeah i don't look, so you'd have went in there anyways yeah. all right so all right, my point going. is is that i'm just like in this nasty cubicle mixing up my drink like all of this to save four dollars i mean is it really worth it you know and then i mean we got a little buzz on it was kind of cool but four my god if you buy one drink it's six and you buy one more it's with 12, 12 and, then and then 18, 18 24. 24. I mean, you could save 50 bucks. I mean, for well, seriously. Well, the, the flask that I had was, you know, maybe two, three drinks worth. I mean, it's not really that big. Well, but, but if you have two or three guys that do that, I mean, I don't know. And we were sharing off the same flask, so realistically, he should have brought oh, his own. Then yeah. we could have really. But I mean, at the same point, it's like you took the bus down and stayed overnight, and that's the smart thing to do. I drove down to Chicago. Go to this show, which you're, you're there all day. You're there until at least 11 p.m. You have a couple of drinks, and then we drive back. So I'm not getting drunk because, uh, you know, I, I don't... I don't get drunk, sober up, and then drive home. I get drunk, and then you're I'm drunk, I'm drunk and yeah. I'm ready to go to sleep. I mean, that's that's just the way it is. Yeah. Well, that's around the river. Well, that was yeah, another yeah, thing that I didn't say about, right, about right. that Summerfest trip either. Because go ahead. By the time I got down there, um, we... Uh, I, I had one and a half in me, and then I finished up the other half, walk into the grounds. And then they said, well, we want to go out and make another one. We went out and yep. made another one. We drank that on the way back into the gate, went in. It was about 4 o'clock by that point, and then 
we just walked around for four or five hours, and then Katz and Yammer played at like eight or eight o'clock. We actually, I saw Elvis Costello about, oh. from about <laughs> twenty yards away. He was like, oh, okay, he sweet. was waiting to come on. Uh, there was some other band playing, and we kind of like came early, and we were sitting off to the side a little bit, and he made his way up, and he was standing right, and he was like. Yeah, what's up? And I was like, dude. And he was like, hey, hi. And he stood there and he was like talking to people for like 15, 20, 30 wow. minutes. I mean, he's just waiting to go uh, to go and play. And we didn't even actually go see him, but I, I, he was, I was watching him just like hang out. It was kind of fun. Did you recognize him Oh, right away. Really? Instantly. Wow. Instantly. He's... There's yeah, there's a karma around well, people like that. There's a there's a he's got oh, his glasses, he's his got his hat, haircut, his haircut is yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean sure. he just and his yeah I mean just he's a little shorter than I thought, but so you know, I don't know. But no, we watched a little bit of him, but then like at ten o'clock it was uh, or at eight o'clock it was Katzenyammer who we really kind of wanted to see, right? Who we're going to see again uh, with Devo on July fourth. Um, but my point was is that. So I had one and a half on the way down there, and the other half, and then another one. So I had three. That's, I mean, seriously. That's a lot of... These are like half and halves. Yeah. These are like... I must have drank... That's like eight drinks. Ten drinks. (laughs) That's like ten drinks. Okay? I'm with you. I was like stumbling around. I didn't drink anything for the rest of the night. I started drinking water. I started drinking... Cokes. Cokes. And I was pretty much sober by, by midnight. And I was like, hey, that was a lot of fun. I had... You know, I got... I had a good drunk... And I walked it off, and I pissed it out, and yeah. I'm having a good time. And now we, and I think we went out for like coffee or something on the way home, or like sure. like a little breakfast or something. Sure, yeah. yeah. And that's that's a lot of fun. That's what I like to do for Summerfest is like, you know, get out there and get get a little burnt, get a little crispy, see a bunch of bands, walk around, and uh, get a good drunk in the middle of the day. And then sober up, and then go home, and then hey, it sounds to me like you like to save forty eight dollars in alcohol. Well, that too. That's that's part of it too. <laughs> oh, sure. So part of the excitement is that you kind of screw the system. Yeah. Well, yeah. sure. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's a lot more fun if you look. I, I've never. I could be screwing the system by by smoking weed. Yeah. You know, by saying hey, hey, hey. but no, I. I mean, it's it's ridiculous that, that they charge that much. I yeah. mean, that's just. But they don't well, want they don't want people to get super freaking loaded, and I can understand. I don't that, think that's know? what it is because I think if you've got it in you that we're going to go to Summerfest and we're going to get drunk and we're going to. I'm sure there's people that we're going to do yeah. it. I mean, they they bring their wallets and they shell it out. I mean, I'm sure there's people that pay a lot of money. Case yeah. in point. Um, Bratfest was just this past weekend. Oof. The world's largest brat festival in what the world or the yeah, United States the world. at least. I think, yeah. Well, I mean who else is well Germany, I guess. Ja- Germany could maybe. possibly be in contention. They have for the that they spot. have the worst festival. They've the got world. the worst uh, yeah, what did you say? We have the biggest, they have the worst festival. The worst festival. Um and so I went there every year that I But it's the best. It's the best Would worst. you like a lick of my worst? <laughs> I've got uh, yes. I've got the best worst in town. <laughs> what? That's an uh, that's a conundrum. What it's are you talking oxymoron. about? Oxymoron. It's an oxy. Anyways, oxyverst. So, uh, you, you go there. The brats are a buck fifty. Uh, you know, all the condiments included. Uh, bun and a brat, right? They're pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. plastic bags are plastic included. Plastic bags. Uh, you know, all uh, napkins and plastic bags. And now you As, got a lot of materials there, mm, all for a dollar fifty. Yeah, a you brat. could you could make a you could fill your you could bring a kiddie pool and fill it with 
with uh, with um, with relish. Relish. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> Jesus, oh, I couldn't come up with it. I was like pickles, chopped pickles, chopped pickles. No, uh, <laughs> with the sauerkraut. No, 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 it's kind of a mix in between. No, I like I like sauerkraut. I want to. I'd like to put my brat in the middle of the kiddie pool and then fill it with relish. Sure, sir. I'm sorry. That's just too much. Hey. It says condiments are included. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, now I that would my be funny. And See what happens. With like a five-gallon bucket, just fill it with mayonnaise <laughs> or mustard. Uh, we're out. Must- more mustard over here, please. <laughs> we can have some. There's like 20 people. By what, the, what is he um, doing? I just, I like a lot just, of mustard with my broth. I just need a little bit more over here. Could you just. <laughs> 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 Sir, uh, we're going to have to ask you to uh, step aside. We're going to have to ask you to move along. Yeah. If you, I'll buy another one. I'll buy one more if it, if it makes you happy. But then I'm going to need another five gallons of mustard. Look, this mustard needs to last me throughout the, until next year when you guys come back. Do you have some ice? That this I can, is my way of saving money. All right. Can I get just give me a case of those napkins too? Because I've 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 got you know I issues. This mustard is going to be messy, and I'm going to need some napkins. So uh, that'd be a funny video to make. See, yeah, that would be bring your camera just, there. Have some, I mean, even like like hidden hidden camera. Sure. Like have you know put it in your hat and like then have, have I, I would do it. I would go up there and say <laughs> just open the top up, <laughs> just dump it in. Can I get some? Can more? I get some more over you here? Just, you can just walk down the <laughs> line would, like you could like, the first, like one, you, the you with one. your hat would be like panning around and the, the people's expressions and whatnot. Oh my god! What even for the comedic doing? factor, that that could be a very funny video. <laughs> We'll have to we'll have to seriously consider that for next year's broadfest. But anyway, or the corn fest. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Take all the butter, salt. <laughs> Just take all the cut the salt shakers off the tree, or whatever that thing is that they hang the salt shakers on. So, anyways, you, you go and uh, you know this year I went at at, at eleven o'clock on Friday because I was coming back from. Uh, an appointment that I had downtown and I was like, eh, Broadfest is here, you know, I don't want to grab some lunch for the family, you know, four brats, buck fifty each, you know, whatever. That's six yeah. the six dollars. Call up, yep, we want brats. So I, I pull in, I stop and it, you you hike in and you go past a band, there's this really awful band playing and I mean it's eleven o'clock in the morning, so I mean they don't have their A listers yet playing. And then they've got the carnies kind of off to the back and they hey, want to win a brat. <laughs> We got stuffed brats <laughs> with arms. Want to win some mustard? <laughs> Come hit the balloon. <laughs> the got- balloons are filled with mustard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I win, but I think I lost. Throw your brat at the balloon full of mustard. Win a Cupid doll. Win, win two a- brats. <laughs> <laughs> if you can eat a whole balloon full of mustard, we'll give you a free brat. I mean, yeah, it is literally one step away from, like, brat eating contests at the Broadfest. Oh, okay, yes. Is there one? I was at the... Um, well, I haven't finished my story yet, but... All right, well, this is a tiny little yeah, aside. I was at the credit union because I... Uh, it doesn't matter why. Did you get I'm a standing, cooler? I'm standing in line, and the guy, like, three people in front of me was like... Yeah, we're going to Broadfest. We're going to Broadfest. This was Saturday. It was like okay. Saturday. Oh my okay. god, it was so busy because it was Memorial Day weekend. Right, Broadfest, right, right. all this, whatever. It was like huge, huge line. Um, he's 
my record is eight. Oh my god. And the woman behind the counter is like, wow, that's great. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with all these people? My I mean, their whole is weekend is, is like, about how many brats it's they around can eat? Oh, going and eating big fatty meats and brats. and bragging about that they could eat eight of them. Anyways, yeah. Well, basically, brat eating contest. Jesus. All right, my I mean, record is eight. I don't, I, I don't, I don't have anything to say about that. But I do have something to say in regards to like the whole weekend being around Broadfest. But just to finish it off, um, oh, you, so you walk into the Broadfest and uh, it's hot. It's this, oh, it's, it's Willow Island, so there's no trees, wow. uh, and it's just beating down on you. There's no grass, so it's just gravel that dusty, you're walking on. And it's dusty, ugh. and the sun's reflecting back up onto you. I walked, I got the four brats, I grabbed some napkins. As I'm walking out, I'm like, hmm. A beer. I could really go for an ice cold beer, you know, because it's... I don't know. It just it just feels right. And as you walk by the little Miller tent, it's five dollars for a twelve ounce cup of beer. And I didn't. I I, I staved off the the well, little demons you at probably my door. Picked up a twelve pack of hams on the way home for five dollars. I could have. I mean, I didn't. I didn't drink any beer. But my point is, is that even the year prior, uh, a coworker and I had gone over lunch on Fridays on Friday, and and we picked up our brats. And there was like a there was a there's like a B stage. There's a concert. We're like, well, let's eat our brats and watch this show. And as we're sitting there listening to the music, eating our brats, I'm like, dude, I could go for a beer. He's like, yeah, but I totally could go for a beer. And we staved that off too. We didn't buy the beer. But I mean, I think there's something about the whole uh, festival, and there's something about the sun beating down, and you're having a good time. It's like ah, I don't even care if it's six or five dollars. At that point, burn Get it me up. Me a drink. Yep. But what I also wanted to say, well, didn't we buy like seven dollar Malibu drinks oh there last God. year? Well, that was the was that, it two years ago when we danced? Or- <laughs> oh my God. Well, that was the. What was that? That was the... That was Broadfest. No, it wasn't Broadfest. That was... Oh, that um, was the Flaming Lips show, was it? It was Flaming Lips, but it was... The free Captain Morgans or the... It wasn't... It was... Whiskey. It was... Jack Daniels. Yukon Jack. Uh, I can't remember. Some... Some, some alcohol. Crappy... Uh, you make margarita? No, it wasn't whiskey. What, what do you put in margarita? Jack Daniels. No, it was... Uh, Yukon Jack. God, I don't even remember. Southern I, Comfort. Southern Comfort. It was yeah. a, it was the SoCo yeah. free the SoCo experience or something like that, right? They go to like yeah. Madison, Milwaukee, Chicago. Well, we saw the Flaming Lips show, so was, I mean, we bought yeah. seven dollar drinks, I mean, and it's free, right? Yeah. So they open up the thing. You, I think you park for free. I think you go into the show for free, uh, and then they've got yeah. We we <laughs> Eric and I were in a dance off, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably one of the most embarrassing things. I I've don't ever. think we were the worst though, were we? I I might have been the worst because I couldn't see myself, but you weren't the worst. You were actually pretty good. You were kind of well. That's because I g- grabbed the ladies. I grabbed the Soko. Oh, ladies. that's right. I pulled and you them pulled up. Two was, girls up. There. I was like, I can't dance. Let's grab some sexy ladies and bring them. And I got like two claps. That's pretty bad. Me with the girls and I no, think, you were good with the girls. You did something. I, yeah, I did. You some, did like I took the my shirt off. Or <laughs> you did like the sprinkler dance or something. I don't know. You raised the roof. I don't know what I, I, I got. One clap. You got. You got. I got cl- three. Yeah, you got <laughs> or two. You got two I claps mean, from the girls. There was a guy who was like doing the rope. I mean, okay, so the whole thing was like do a dance off to to get backstage passes or, or yeah, backstage uh, seats for Flaming Lips. I was like, yeah. well, sweet, you know, that's awesome. And I had that in my mind that we're in Madison, so 
I own this town and I'll. It, I'll I just thought it'd be off. a stupid thing to do. So then there, you know, so like register for the dance off. You have five minutes, and I, I was like Jeremy and Eric, and I thought, I actually thought that what it was going to be was uh, like. 15 people in this tent because it was it was this round tent uh i think they had some computers or stuff so you could get online and, like blog about your experience here at the soco fest but i thought it was gonna be like like an old school like 50s like everybody's dancing and then like the the judge would come and tap your shoulder be like you're out oh you know so i was like you know i'm fine whatever eric and i can like go in there and like do our little but then it's like, yeah. but then instead it's four of us there's four of us, and each one of us has to go individual on the stage, and we have to choose our own song or, or, or type of music. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you're like, bring the funk, and I don't remember what he played, but he played something funky, and I played like a Daft Punk song, but it was like, this is not at all what I was expecting, which is... Yeah. So anyways, we, we did not win, and the guy I that won was... Scott. The guy that... Oh, yeah, you could have done a little skanking up. Yeah. You might have gotten a clap or two for that. I mean... I don't know. I should have said the flaming lips. <laughs> Yoshemi and I could I want to dance a, to fight test. I could have done a yeah, a, a interpretive mm. dance. There I'm I'm the pink robots. No, no, I'm Yoshemi. Now I'm Yoshimi. I'm all of the characters all at once. My one man play. <laughs> this is my costume. I'm going naked. Now just imagine me wearing pink pink streamers <laughs> and and fighting pink robots. Um so here's an interesting Boo. thing that I was thinking about. Unless you had, did you have something you wanted to? No, I no, know. I was. I mean, I had something, but it's gone with the wind. Oh, all right. Well, maybe it'll come back. This is something that's actually uh, 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 been with me for a long time, probably since like the twenties, the episode twenties of our podcast. Wow! So eighty episodes ago, I think I wanted to introduce this, but it just—it's never been opportune, and now it is opportune. Wow! So here it is. Fire it without up without further delay. Uh, did you know that Heinz ketchup makes more of their money from ketchup packets than they actually do from bottles of ketchup in the grocery store? Really? No, I had no idea. I actually saw this very brief documentary on ketchup, and they said that only like 5 or 10% of their profits come from the bottles of ketchup that they sell. All of the rest of it is the little free packets that you get at McDonald's or Wendy's or, or wherever you go that has wow. packets. So the restaurant buys them and then gives them to you for free. Yeah. Yet that's the main in, uh, main income for for the for Heinz for the Heinz Corporation. That's amazing. So it made me start thinking about like ketchup packets and other packetized types of condiments. Sure. For example. When was the last time you ordered Chinese? Uh, two days ago. All right. How, yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> how many soy sauce? I didn't take any. Because at Flaming Walk, they don't put them in there. Oh, I, had, all I right. have to take them. All right, all right, all right. But, so that was, sometimes I take them. Was last that, night, it was like, nah. Was it takeout or delivery? It was takeout. I okay. went and picked it up. So when was the last time you had delivery? I don't get really? delivery okay. very often. No. So whenever I get delivery, and there's there's three places <clears throat> in the relative vicinity of this house, and I swear to God, like the food. So where do you go? You go to Flaming Walk. Flaming Walk, and right and by uh, Target on the east side. There is the Flaming Walk's food pretty much stable. Like it's always it's consistent. Oh my god! Good. It's f- yes, okay. it's phenomenal. It's the best <clears throat> Chinese food ever. It's my favorite stuff. Every time I go in there, it's the same family. I've been going there for 10 years. Same family. I've seen their kids grow up. Um, he's always in the back. Chopping up the vegetable. Yeah. And isn't there like a window you can watch the dude work? 
No, it's not right. even a window. It's like right he's there. Right, he's right there. He's right there. Working. Right there. And she's like, Hello, you would like it. Oh, yesterday, actually, I felt kind of bad because I don't know if I think they're Chinese and I don't know, boat people. They, what, who's boat people? Low Asians or something? I, I don't know. Boat people? You've never heard of boat people? No. Well, so it's like raining. She's like, oh, it's raining, raining, raining a lot out there. I said, yeah, it's raining. I wish my car could turn into a boat. You need a boat out there. Oh, and, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, I oh, yeah, did I? I, 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 I don't. Oh think, yeah, lots of rain, lots of rain. I don't think I'd worry about that too much. Um, Anyways, yeah, <clears throat> flaming walk. Check it out. It's really, really All good. Right, so let me ask really this. good. Uh, this is a little off topic, but is flaming walk Chinese traditional or Americanized? It's Americanized. Chinese? Well, I like American. I like. I'm not a. It's totally Americanized. Like I like my general main with the big fat noodles and okay. the big pieces of chicken. I like my general chose with like. Just big hunks of chicken and sauce and then, like, fried rice on the side. Yeah. You go to a gourmet Chinese restaurant, you get, like, four pieces of chicken and a whole bunch of, like, uh, pineapple Crazy, and green yeah. pepper. And, and actually, you know, while that is generally good, I just, I just like, look. We get mugugai pan and lo mein, chicken lo mein. That's about and it. And it's kind of like, it's, it's good, but it's junk food. I mean, it's really good, tasty-wise, yeah. but it's, it is. It's, and it's just terrible for you. Yeah. Okay, Logan well, loved anyways, it, man. He had noodles oh, all yeah. over his face. We get, and Ella loves the, sure, we get... Look, and this is actually kind of uh, part of my point is that there's so there's three Chinese restaurants in the general vicinity of this house, and I swear to God, their owners just like change, like they're just swapping restaurants because you'll you will order uh, delivery from one restaurant for a couple of months, and then it's just crap. So then we'll go to the next restaurant, it's great, and then it's crap, and then it just kind of cycles through. It's really weird. And huh. it's, it's unreliable, but I mean, you, you can tell, like, oh, food's no good, let's go to this next restaurant. Well, anyways, the point is, is uh, the the packets, the food packets, the the condiment packets. Um, whenever we get delivery, they stick in like seventeen or eighteen packets of soy sauce, really, and maybe like five or six packets of the duck sauce. Yeah, and then you know I use one packet of duck sauce on my egg roll. And the rest of the packets, now, at one point, we used to keep all of it, right? <laughs> oh, you know, soy sauce, we'll use this. And so we had a drawer overflowing with packets. And, you know, somehow some ketchup packets got in there, mustard, Taco Bell, whatever. And eventually it was like, whenever you need this. So I just threw it all out. Which made me start thinking, if every person that gets delivery from, from these Chinese, they, they, I mean, the Chinese restaurants give you way too many packets yep. of sauce. Yep. Or even if you go to McDonald's, if you say... If you ask for ketchup... You get a small fry at McDonald's, and you say, I want some ketchup. They give you five or six packets of ketchup. Yep. And what do you use? One? Maybe two? Maybe you open the second one and have, like, a little bit of it, but throw wow. the majority of it out there. My my thought was, like... Landfill. An interesting documentary. Plastic landfill. Well, my, inter- my, would be, uh, my thought was an interesting documentary would be the amount of money that's, A, made off of... Um, Packets. packets of condiments and then how many of those condiments are thrown out yeah what kind of like, are actually used <clears throat> and then kind of like the life cycle Ugh. of the condiments i mean where do the hell Sorry. where do these condiments come from you know there's <clears throat> it's not out of the realm of uh possibility that this condiment the soy sauce or the duck sauce or the ketchup or the mustard or the mayonnaise or the taco sauce whatever it is wasn't created in china 
shipped over in a giant tub to Mexico where it was, you know, mushed together into the packet and then shipped over to the United States into a distributing warehouse where it was then sent out to all these different restaurants. And then, you know, all of that movement around and and work going into getting these packets around, it gets to my doorstop and I'm like, God damn it, I don't need any more soy sauce and I throw it in the garbage. Mm-hmm. You ever think about that? I mean, yeah. I, I don't think that that documentary has ever been made. And I think it could either be an interesting sub sub portion of a larger documentary, or it could maybe even be a, a, its own standalone documentary. Sure. Why not? Or, or I mean, It wouldn't many, happen if there wasn't money in it, though. What do you mean? That whole system. Absolutely. Because, okay, so you're absolutely right. I mean... Let's say the Chinese restaurant spends two cents a piece a packet for for each one of those, and it costs you know the company that makes the soy sauce a buck to make a thousand of them. I mean, yeah, there's money. Then it gets to my doorstop and to the Chinese restaurant. It's like, well, we're going to give them six cents worth of sauce, and they're charging you twenty five bucks for your order. Twenty five bucks for your order. So I mean, it's kind of built into the price. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody's losing money, but meanwhile, I get all this stuff, and I'm like, I throw it away. Mm-hmm. And so then where does it go? It goes into the landfill because the packets. Well, and so I mean ultimately what what the what the goal what is the goal of a documentary? What is the goal of a documentary in your mind? Is it just to raise awareness or is it to actually take some action? Because I would say the goal of a documentary like that. Well, let me let, let me let you answer that question first. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to brief answer. I believe it is to raise awareness. I believe that all it does is raise awareness. I believe that the filmmaker would like people to take Jump action. Jump action, yeah. So go ahead. Well, um, I would say that with with a documentary like that, you could actually, at the end of it, because a lot of the documentaries I've seen do that, they just kind of raise the awareness and they don't... Like, okay, um, I'm thinking of the story of stuff, though, where she's like, you know what? And at the end of it, she's like, well, here are some of the things that we can do to change this... this um, consumption uh, conveyor belt that we're on. Right. Uh, you know, start to recycle, reduce, reuse, whatever, not, you know, look about what we're, what we're buying and, and the, right. if we really need it. Um, so at the end of a documentary, like what you were just proposing there, you could uh, turn around and say, okay, uh, he, what we could do is maybe go around, actually, and this can be built right in the documentary. It could probably take up a, a 30 minute chunk at the end of it or something you could go around to a a hundred different uh chinese restaurant 50 whatever and then film at 50 different ones and pick the 10 best right and say hey um we we designed this uh excel program or we designed this 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 paper right here that whenever you have a customer that orders deliver your takeout or whatever you just you ask them and you say how many packets would you like and you just put a couple of marks here and there, and that's that's part of the order. Because when you take the order on the phone or when they come in and order, whatever, you usually like mark it down on your sheet or you type it into your cash register. Just make it part of your routine. Even and look at what you can mm-hmm. do. We we've run some numbers here. Mm-hmm. We've we've uh, we've we've run a couple of spreadsheets. Uh, you maybe know you don't have to understand how it all works, but here's a graph. <laughs> just we, do what I say. Trust here's me. A, here's a graph. Here's a graph that shows right. uh, if you do this. You can save, you know, seven thousand packets, which equals, you know, seven hundred dollars, right? Or eight, eight two thousand dollars. You can save two thousand dollars a year, 
and you can reduce the the the, the landfill total by you know sure. seventy square yards per per year. If 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 everybody was on board, if all the different Chinese restaurants were on board with this in the United in not in even in Madison for in God Wisconsin, sakes. I, I right. believe I mean I believe, and that would be a proactive yeah um, stopgap to to maybe you know address this this problem that that we would probably um, expose. That that is uh, ubiquitous in in the in the packet industry. I I think that you could probably find some staggering statistics in in the pack packet industry. A the profits that the packet uh, companies are making. And A B, packet man. And B I believe that if you went and and, and try I don't know how you do it but like if you figured out how many on average every household throws away in a year you could calculate how many hundreds of thousands of uh, cubic feet or or whatever yeah. of landfill is used by unused you, we, we could go right? to a landfill and like dig Start around and like, find. Oh, oh here's what, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna like do like an archaeological <laughs> dig of a square yard and like dig down. Just like we X-ray. found six hundred and seventy four. Well, at six feet, mustard we packets. Found, at six we feet, found we found three thousand mild sauces. <laughs> yeah, I have in, in my drawer at, at work. I mean, I, I don't well, yeah. order very often, but I've got probably. 15 Taco Bell sauces. Absolutely. And it, six or seven ketchup packets. Sure. And then, so then you leave that because you, you think like, okay. Actually, you know what though? All right. Okay. Th- this is a tiny little thing. Go ahead. Uh, JJ's Chicken and Fish. Yeah. Uh, we ordered that, I don't know, a couple weeks ago and we kept the sauce. It's like a little cup though. A little Ooh. cup of hot sauce. Ooh. Yeah. Well, it's a, and then yesterday, um, Two days ago, I ordered a pizza. We we split it. Mo and I split a pizza from Little Caesars, and we put the rest of it in the fridge. And today, I pulled out the pizza, and I was like, "Oh, there's some hot sauce here." So I actually used the little oh. cup of hot sauce, and it was really good. Okay, cold pizza dipped in hot sauce was actually really good. It wasn't a packet though. Packets are a pain in the ass. You got to rip them open with your teeth or whatever. They squirt all over if you don't rip them open enough. I don't like packets very much. The little cup. Yeah, you know, all right. No, Fill a, the cup up. There's a dip. I mean, was the hot sauce good? Must yeah, it was be. very good. It was really good. It was hot. It was hot. When I, like I was, it. when I, I was, gave me the hiccups. When I was a lot younger, when I was a bachelor, and I lived with uh, Bo and Mike, they would get the, um, they would get the chicken quesadilla pizza from uh, Pizza Hut, Ooh. and it came with sour cream and like a salsa, like a mild, medium salsa. And you put all that together, and it was, it was a really good pizza. They've changed it subsequently, so it's really not as good as it used to be. It used to be really good, but they never—they only used the sour cream. They never used the salsa. And one day, I, I just kind of poked my head. There's like four or five of these salsa things in there. I had some corn chips. I dipped it in. There's like, holy shit, this is really good salsa. And yeah, all that salsa. So I mean, like, it's a difference. I mean, there's a quality aspect to it. I mean, soy sauce is soy sauce. You probably have a bottle of it in your cupboard, and whenever you need it, you pull it out. Why do you need 800 packets of it sitting in a cupboard? Or, well, you, you know, could, like, fill that bottle up. <laughs> yeah, you could it's a dollar seventy nine for right. a bottle of soy you sauce. You could save yourself I a buck. I bought one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how long does a dollar seventy nine bottle of soy sauce last in your household? Well, actually, if Mine you Mine probably lasts a year. Yeah, if you cook a lot of Chinese, though, once in a while I'll go on a binge... I mean, oh, yeah, and I'll okay. burn through sure, it because you sure. put a quarter cup in this and a marinade, sure. a quarter cup in that. 
But on average. But I'm not going to open up 50 packets because I hate <laughs> packets. They make a mess. And you're and throwing it, yeah. plastic all over the place. Yeah, and then you got those stupid packets and they all go in the landfill anyway. So, no, I, I don't want anything to do with it, right? So, yeah. Anyways. It's not like the mustard at the Bratfest where I would be like, give me a five-gallon bucket. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, ma'am. I was here. I'm waiting for some more mustard, sir. This is ridiculous. I played. I paid my dollar fifty. I waited in line. You're filling your shoes with mustard, <laughs> sir. I think you can move it aside. It is my right as a Bratfest attendee to fill anything I want to with mustard. Now here, here's an enema. <laughs> could you, ha- could ma'am, you, could you help me with this? In my, uh, uh, hang on a second. I want it everywhere. I love mustard. Oh, the stone ground. <laughs> but I mean, going back to the whole pack up thing, packet thing, I think you could come up with some really staggering facts and then yeah, sure, absolutely, it. you could totally go back to these restaurants and I think you could even simplify it. Uh, you said, uh, ask the question, uh, do you need what, what did you say? What sauces do you need? Yeah, how many do you want? Do you, want, think, do you want any of this? Do you want any of that? Do you need I any? Think, check, in your cu- check in your drawer. <laughs> Could you check in your drawer for some sauce? Maybe Dude, you have you some. You probably go to work. You have some at work. I guarantee. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember the cabinet. It <laughs> just, you opened H- one. Just at SPL. It was like overflowing with packets. Oh, and then, it, like, one of them would bust and they would like it's <laughs> just like sticky all over the place you all right clean the hole cover it out or um, throw them all away and then like three weeks later it's like ants they like creep back in yeah back up um we had a so i don't know how but we had uh hundreds of mayonnaise packets uh, in the, in the little the, Hellman's ones, I don't know if they're silver Hellman's, and but, yellow, but they were they were blue. mayonnaise packets, and uh, hmm. they were up there. And, and one day, I, I had a sandwich. Uh, I, I knew that they were there, and they had been there for months, probably. Well, obviously, much longer because when I was finally got my sandwich, I was like, "Oh, we have mustard, sweet!" You know, I opened up the cabinet, cabinet, Ooh, and I grabbed the mustard, and it, I, I grabbed the packet, and the mustard is hard. I mean, the, the mayonnaise is hard. In this packet. So throw it away. Grab the next packet. Hard. Throw it away. Next packet. Hard. Throw it away. All of this mayonnaise was so old in these packets that somehow the moisture inside of the mayonnaise wow. had evaporated through the And that's the like space-age material. And, and, and it left this like dry, <clears throat> chalky-feeling mayonnaise powder. Powder. Ooh. And I threw it all away. I mean, chop it up and snort it. But anyways, this is some good mayonnaise, man. Dude, I'm freebasing mayo. This is awesome. I can just smell the oils. So here's the thing. Uh, most Chinese restaurant purveyors are not very good at, at the English. So an even simpler thing that they could say is... Sauce or no sauce? Sauce? Would you like sauce? And I'll bet you... Sauce or no sauce? Sauce? And I'll bet you 70% of people would be like, no thanks. And I mean, some people will say, "Yeah, oh yeah, I'll give me some sauce." And then, then they, they, those guys, they'd get a big bag of sauce, and they throw most of it away. But I think a lot of people are like ah, that's just me, you know, or yeah, or 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 what you like sauce? Yes, one soy. Okay, you know, then throw one soy. In there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. But I think I think there's a documentary in there. I think, sure, and then you know, I, I I really like the idea of like tying it up at the end with creating a, like a word document or like printouts a chart that you a, a take over there you say something. when you get an order just it's a really simple thing and we could even find the, the katana or the 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 
that's the like the Japanese characters. There's Chinese oh, characters. The kanji. That's yeah, the kanji that say ketchup packet. I mean, ketchup packet, pack, soy packet, duck sauce, hot sauce. That's a yellow hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like usually, usually one I get one, one of those, but like eighteen soys, four ducks, and one of the hot mustard. The hot, the yellow mustard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, is there a, is there a fourth one or is it just three? Well, there's the sweet and sour sauce, but most restaurants. Oh yeah, the, the orange. Well, that's duck. Well, that's the duck sauce. Uh, yeah. yeah, but there's sweet and sour sauce, which is the red sauce, and they usually don't have a packet for that. Oh, only. Well, there's also a chili sauce. Ooh, the the, the rooster, I, I, the see, rooster now, chili I like sauce. That. I will put with that, the green tip. I will use that on my. They food sell that's sure. good stuff. Oh, you can just buy that. I like yeah, that the, stuff. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, there you go. That's the thing that's been kind of sitting there for the last 80 episodes is, is this... Is wow. Ketchup. It would, Boom. It would be called Ketchup Packet the Movie because we most... Just Packet Man. Packet Man? Because you'd find like the, the kingpin of the packet trade... I bet he's you, like sitting you know, in his. He's got like a big, a big. I bet you, you could find a mansion collector. that looks like a packet. I bet you, you could find a guy packet collector. Yeah, who's got like oh wow, this is, this is a nineteen seventy nine green That'd be habanero McDonald's be a little ketchup. side part of the documentary. It's yeah. worth thirty five. Dude, this would totally go. This would go into the the film festival. People would love it. Oh my! How are we gonna gosh. How are we gonna move forward on it? I, 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 we have something to do first, so we got to make a couple commercials for the monkey. Oh, all right. 300 bucks, and I can get, like, every night a week. But, so, yeah. So you, I'm up for some packet action. Well, there you go. Packet, man. And then, and then we could do some of that uh, mustard shit at the, just for comic relief. <laughs> just mix that in. Well, we could, we could do it at the, at the bike to ride. They probably, there's probably brought people over so there. So all we got to do is just visit all these fests and just, like, uh, totally make pigs of ourselves yeah, in like, the condiment station. Go around and, and go see to, just how many packets we could get until we start getting funny looks Go to Corn people. Fest and just start taking pounds of butter. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take go, that. Not I'll butter, necessarily, but, okay, go to McDonald's. Well, You're like, filming in the in the passenger seat, and I say, can I, get, can I get some ketchup? And then they give me, like, ten. Oh, no, 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 Can no, I get no. some more? <laughs> I just, can I get a couple more? Just see just how many see we how many ketchup packets and then like do like a, like a, and then have a graph of all the McDonald's's of all the hot fast food restaurants in the Madison area. How many you can get at each restaurant? Well, yeah, I mean, haven't you ever? And been then at- recycle them. Then go to the homeless shelter and like donate. <laughs> Just donate. <laughs> have some hot sauce, guys. Mm, there's some protein in here somewhere. I'm sure. Well, of didn't it. the Reagan administration say that ketchup was a vegetable? They said ketchup was a fruit. They wanted to make ketchup <laughs> a fruit. So that in the hot much, lunch yes. program, yes. they could eliminate like fruit cocktails and stuff, and be like, yeah. "Oh, hot dog! There you go. You got your, you got all so your the- food products there." <laughs> it didn't happen, but anyways, that pyramid's complete. <laughs> that pyramid. Nancy, I think that pyramid is complete with that ketchup in there. Those kids are going to be so healthy. <laughs> Finally, government looking out for the little guy, <laughs> the little kids. We love the kids. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think. I mean, how many times have you gone to Taco Bell, ordered one taco, and gotten eighteen packets? Of um, sauce? actually, the Taco Bell that I go to is a lot better about it now. Really? It's like, and I actually have to ask them sometimes because I, if I do a crunchy taco, I like. Two, oh, two. sauces. Yeah, I do. I'm a one. So I'm a one, well, but I'm a fire sauce guy. Oh well, no, I'm not. I'm like hot or even mild. One fire sauce. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. I can't do the fire sauce. It's too okay. hot for me. But okay. and and I'll say I want. And sometimes I'll get like the, the three taco meal, and I'll be like, yeah, I want some. I want some uh, hot sauce, and they'll put two yeah. in there, and I'm like, what the fuck? Come on, you know what? 
I ordered three tacos, oh, and you gave me well, two freaking sauces. Yeah, at least three sauces yeah. for that. So, actually, they, like, Taco Bell has been... Well, that's... But if I go in there... See, you know, now the documentary could kind of trend that and be like, well, Taco Bell gives 20... Oh, Taco Bell is leading, eight, the, leading the way. 80% sauce to food paving, ratio, paving whereas McDonald's is giving a 400% sauce to food ratio. And Chinese restaurants when was the last? When was the last time you went to McDonald's and asked for packets? It's well, Can it's, I have some it's, packets? It's been a while. I, I don't really... I always ask for, like, a uh, hot mustard sauce. That, I like McDonald's? that one catch. Yeah, if I, I haven't eaten at McDonald's and oh, because they have that with the chicken nuggets. Yeah, but I like oh. it on my I like it on my French fries. I like yeah, it on my yeah. fish fillets. No, I'll I've, dip my freaking burgers in. I love that shit. No, it's good. I, I've never. I, I like it. I like my try it with fries. It's really good. All right, but um, they usually give me two. I'll ask for one, and I'll have a small fry, and it's like they you're talking two. about the chicken nugget tubs. Yeah, the little tubs of sauce. Yeah, that's like a hot mustard really? sauce. Don't they charge extra for that? No, no. Uh-uh. Okay. Ask for them. Start okay. collecting them. You can stack them up. You can build a house on them. You can be things. the sauce collector. You can... Ha- <laughs> this is a genuine Once- <laughs> 1987-oriental Look at the font. mustard sauce. Look at Look the at font it. on this thing. You can tell that it's it's old. <laughs> Ronald McDonald pissed on this one. <laughs> it's Ronald McDonald piss sauce. No, when that stuff gets old enough, it gets hard like that, like you said, and then you could build, ho- yeah. build a house on that shit, man. You just add a little bit of water. Squeeze and foam spackle. between it all and put a window in there. And oh, sure. You got your, It's great insulation. Yeah, oh, my God. Mustard. It's that, like that's an what R80. They say. <laughs> Mustard is R80 at least. Um, What's the R factor on your hot sauce? Oh, uh, eh? well, you got to wait a few years for it to dry out. But by that time, you know, we yeah. sell some. Though it's uh, <laughs> we're not going to give you the packets. We sell aged in the back. Aged, yeah, <laughs> aged we, mustard packets. We have a cave in Nevada somewhere. <laughs> we have a contract with Home Depot. You hundreds of thousands of service. tons of packets, pallets full of packets. All right, so a, a little earlier in in this particular podcast, you mentioned that you and Mo had ordered a pizza, and then even earlier than that, you had mentioned that Mo gave you some insight. And I think we, I would like to close out this uh, week's episode with Mo's insight. Well, all right, she, I was over there getting the pizza, and it occurred to me that there was wow. a lot of. So it ties into that same story. Black guys okay. just kind of walking around the outdoor mall. You you work in a rough area. Yeah, of town. It's a rough. Yeah, it's whatever, not the rough. Whatever. But it's a rough. So there's area. there's a bus stop right yeah, there. Yeah, there's yeah. like there's ten or twelve black guys there's walking around. And there's a payday paid. There's loans, four right? of them. There's four of there's them. There's like a quadrant. There's it's, a KFC. It's the, it's I mean, the payday loan quadrant. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain, where should we go now? Oh, we're behind on the, the Starship payments. We do <laughs> <laughs> the payment loan quadrant. So I, I go back across the street with my pizza and I put it down. I'm like, Mo, what do black guys do all day? What do they do? What do they do? She's like, and she was just like. You know, blah 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 blah. They don't do much, and I don't know. They this and this guy hasn't had a job, and they complain. And the white man's always holding them back and holding them down, and blah blah blah. And I said, you know, and I, I'm like, and she doesn't really buy into all that, you know. And you're the white man, and she's right, a right. black woman. We should probably get that all. Yeah, out we of should them. get that out of the way. So um, you're holding her down. No, no, she's like, <laughs> she has kidding. two jobs, she's, she's, she's got a little kid that she loves and she's really good with, and uh, I think what it came down to, she's like, yeah, they, the, the black guys really feel like that the white man still ha- holds all the cards, 
and that they're intimidated by us. They're I intimidated did. by white guys. You know, they're like they're kind of scared of us. So they have to. They're like peacocks. They got to puff up and like act all big. The and black kinda, guy or the white guy. The black guy's got to do that, and the white guys are I like, think, "Well, we don't want to cause any problems. We don't." We just, I think the white know. guy still does hold. The white guy definitely holds all the cards. Absolutely. A lot of them, anyways. Maybe not all of the cards, but a lot of cards. I really. I think. Well, see, a, you're more into that industry than I am. But I, I sure a, don't. I, I'm I like. I think it's an easier world for, well, an easier country, an easier life, if you're a Protestant white male living in this country than a black dude or Chinese dude or Mexican dude or Jewish dude. I don't know. I think if you walked in to any company and you had an education. And you you talked with with some degree of intelligence. Uh, look here, and you presented yourself to a certain degree, and you and you did did not. I like, would buy con- into that shit. I, okay. I think you would you would actually have a, a serious leg to stand on, and they would say, "Wow, in fact, you know what? This guy is going to change the uh, the status quo of of his race and his and the stereotype that that surrounds it." We are going to hire this guy because he looks like he's busting out of that. He's going to he's going to become a white guy. <laughs> oh boy! Whoops! Isn't that what I guess like I, Uncle Tom I guess is? I basically set that up. Yeah. Here's All the right. thing: I've worked. Uh, I've been an IT professional, an IT professional since I was what 19 years old, and I'm 33 now, almost 34 in two weeks. And in that time, I have probably had. Six black peers and maybe two black superiors. Not directly supervising me. And how many other peers? In a have higher had? position. The place I work at now, there's there's probably a hundred and nineteen white male and female, mostly male, some female, more female than black, and one. There's one black guy where I work, and he's a peer. Nobody in management. Yeah, nobody in management. We had a Mexican. He was an intern, but we had to let him go. We would let go of all of our interns. <laughs> uh, look, I'm just saying, at, 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 at uh, Department of Corrections, I, I, I don't uh, recall a single black peer or manager in my area. Well, and and that she also I met talked some black about wardens, that. though. I mean, there's some prison she wardens. She talked black, about but. that is because they they the the black guys they don't want to like get they don't they feel like they deserve to have a, a twenty dollar an hour job. You know? What? They kind of like want that, but they no. don't necessarily want to go to school for four years, and they don't want to learn all the stuff. They just. I don't well, know. What's a, what's an example of a twenty dollar an hour job? Well, I don't know. What's a twenty dollar an hour job? I don't know. That's a living wage, isn't it? Well, yeah, sure, certainly twenty. I mean, if I can get twenty dollars an hour, wow, holy crap, I'd be happy with that. Wow, what's, what's, I'm a white well, guy. Twenty I can't times twenty eighty is four. That's forty thousand dollars a year. Oh my that's god, twenty bucks an hour. If is. I could make that much money, oh wow, I would be really happy. Look out for me, folks. I'm making forty k and driving a bus up your ass. Wow, that's what you'd be doing. I, I mean, look, I, 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 I see. I guess I don't know where this conversation is going, but I mean, I've just... Well, I feel like I'm in a professional uh, 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 
I guess I don't have any perspective on it, maybe because when when well, I said that Mo had some 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 uh, think about your days at Silicon or even at Harlan. I mean, who at Harlan? Name one Harlan guy that was black. I can name one, and he was the uh, quality assurance like VP. He was he was pretty high up there. Um, there was at least one guy at yeah. There was a guy at SPL too that was. Uh, but yeah, you know what? He was actually he was like a basketball player or something. <laughs> He played basketball for the UW, and he that was his shtick. I mean, he he was like everybody he talked to. Every time you saw you know, him, just retell it some was like Badger story. Yeah, it was some Badger story. It was like, well, yeah, I'm going to we're going to have a cookout. We're going to talk about the bad the old the old days when we played ball. And we're going to play some ball. And we're going to play some ball. Remember Illinois '87? Yeah, I was there. Was like, I was point guard. Right, that's what. That's yeah. That's uh, well, maybe know, that's just his way to. Re- I mean, was he working with a major majority? Yeah, white? there's mostly white. I mean, guys, most yeah. of those white guys probably followed the team, and that's probably his way of relating to those people, and that. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. See, I don't have uh, that kind of a perspective because I am certainly not in a professional but professional you have kind of field. Worked in professional environments. Uh, I mean, as a yeah, bio technical science guy. But maybe that's yeah. I don't know. But maybe that's. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm like on the other side of the river then because I I, I just I don't know. I'm not. I'm, look, I'm not trying to tell Mo, our, our resident black expert, that she's wrong. But <clears throat> what was the point? What did you start with? You said maybe. May, I don't know. You said uh, what do black guys do all day? And she said not much. She said not much. Yeah. Well, maybe they hustle. They're hustlers. They 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 go out and they. they maybe that's they, true. Why did I launch off into my? I don't work with many black people, and I never have story. Because I don't know. They, huh. they, because I, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, I think th- no. The point that that she tried to make and that that uh, I was kind of surprised of is that the the black guys are kind of scared of the white guys. Okay. You know, and and I was like, well, what? Because they and and fear is also kind of like anger and retaliation, and like it's like because they still feel like we got all the money. Yeah, and maybe that's true, but I, I certainly, as a white guy, I certainly don't have any money. I mean, and I, I just, I hope they realize that. Maybe, maybe that's the point I'm trying to get across is that, like, when I'm sitting there in that store and they come in and they think I'm the man, I am not the man. I mean, I might look like the man, I might, act, I might even act like the man, but I am not the man. You know, I'm, I'm like. Well, I'm the boy. I'm a little in a position I'm of a little authority and a, a position of power. Because, oh, for God's sake! But they they butchers. make more money than me if they work at the they don't temp agency. They don't know. You know? I, I mean, I you're a guy who buys and sells used things. You're a guy that I can go to and say, "Hey, I got some kids' things. Give me some money." And yeah, you know, right, here's some money. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, well, whatever. And you're a shopkeep. You own a store. I mean, so that's a position of authority. You own a store, yeah. And you own it, Schnickel so that's a, that's a position of power. Yeah, I own a store. Well, I don't... It's probably... You're, you're, the car that you just pulled up and is probably worth it more than my store, you know? Okay, so... Would, they don't know that, though. Well, because we all have... Look, I, I've always had kind of this... Uh, mythical idea of of the store owner. I mean, as a kid, certainly as a young person, or hell, even like a young twenty year old, that like somebody who owns a store. 
right? Makes a lot of money because they own a store. Yeah. And then you know, I was like, want to buy a store? Well, because I grow older. I mean, you're not the only I'll one. Sell it cheap, man. I mean, my my dad, he work, he owns his own audio studio. He works, he works. I guy works seventy hours a week. He doesn't pull much more down than 30, 35, 40. I don't know what he pulls down, but I mean, he's there's. No, but he's got cud- he's got kudos to that, though. I mean, he he you know he gets to meet some famous people. He gets to meet he some famous people, but rubbing elbows here and there. Yeah, he, but what and is he it? does what he wants. Come on, I don't get to do what I want. I got a tiny little house. I got two screaming kids. I got. I can't pay my bills. I'm like, what the fuck? You well, know, that's, I don't now know. you're just complaining. I'm just saying. Wah, 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 wah. I don't know. I, I don't, don't have my tent poles. And... I don't know any rich business owners, and I thought that all Whoa. as a young person. No, that's not true. I thought all business owners were rich. Well, who yeah. do I know that's a rich business owner? Well, now come on. You don't know any personally, but well, I mean, there you go. business. Think of a business. Throw a stone and hit a business. PDQ, Culver's, Taco Bell. Personally. Well, okay. Personally. Taco Bell and PDQ, those are all franchises. Okay. I'm talking about the, the monkey. I'm talking about audio for the arts. I'm talking about... All right. Now, now, now take a shotgun and walk downtown Madison and shoot that thing in every direction and see how many businesses like that you hit. Six. Not many. There's right. Not many, right. So, like there's, there's, fuck it. They're out. They're out. I mean, we're out on our ass, on our ear. You know, these little business guys. You don't even find them anymore. It's these big franchises, these big corporate guys, the ones that are profiting from war. Oh, Jesus. That's, hey, that's the next podcast. And here we stop. We'll all have right. to talk about it all this week, and then we'll boil it down to the cream of the conversation. <laughs> Cream of the conversation. No, nice, we're going to talk about packets. A nice more. stock. Uh, packet, man. So eventually, uh, a 100th episode is in the works. Oh, sweet. Well, I don't... Hmm, we I should do the packet episode. The packet episode? We could just do packet people. <laughs> we're the packet people. We could see how many unique packets we could talk about. Packet people. Read the ingredients for like an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, if we get enough packets, we could find enough unique ingredients. All right, all right. That's our goal for next week. Uh, like we're each gonna, hours worth we're, of ingredients? Well, we're gonna, no, we're going we're gonna to each collect as many unique packets I don't as eat we out can. that much. Doesn't matter. Try. You can just right. stop at drive throughs sure. and just, just pull through drive throughs and ask. <laughs> See what they say. I'd like a and, water and, document and a it. mustard packet. Just document it. See, well, what, you, see what happens. You can go to the gas station and just grab packets of stuff. Let's. All right. You and me both. We're gonna. Right. We're gonna have a contest. Packet challenge. Yeah. Whoever gets the most packets, unique packets, and we'll probably like we'll sugar packets. Up, we'll each come up with. Uh, Ooh, does that be sauce? For God's sake! Or does it just have to be anything in a packet form? All right, packet form. So that, 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 but nothing that you can buy. Only free packets. Only oh, gratis. Right, 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 right. Okay, I'm not going to go to the store and buy like a box of packets. Whoever has the ridiculous. most packets, well, and unique. Uh, I mean, you can't come in with the, like ten Heinz packets. <laughs> just a big soup. <laughs> just a big paste. Well, actually, I've heard that uh, the you can make um, tomato soup with just uh, ketchup packets and water. Well, if you're cheap as hell, if you're broken, yeah, starving, ramen noodles, sure, why not? ketchup packets, and water, you got yourself. As we're heading into this next depression, yeah. I urge you all to keep pennies Start for the copper in your packets, and ketchup packets for the soup. Packet line, come to the packet line. Look, if I was super hungry, I could see watering down some Heinz and eating that that up. It's not going to be the soup kitchen anymore. It's going to be the packet kitchen. Throw some twenty-one cent ramen in there. Oh yeah, hell yeah, you got a meal. 
There you go. All right, salt then. packets, some pepper packets. Well, then those little, those little, those little tubes that you bust open. Oh, the pixie some sticks? hot mustard. The pixie, you yeah, could make yourself a nice feast, a nice tasty feast yeah, out yeah. of like, some ketchup packets and some. So that some of that. Ooh, they actually have that. Um, the the word I couldn't think of a relish. Oh, put some yeah, relish some in there sweet for relish texture. packets. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, then, folks. There you go. Uh, it, it is packet on set, yeah. the Great Packet Challenge of 2010. And if you have any good packets, send us your send us your recollections of your favorite packets. You send us a picture and a and a, a, a brief uh, critique of the best packet you've ever had. Send us a story of your most unique food related packet that you've come across. We'll we'll read it live on the air yeah. here here on live. Uh, on the <laughs> on the air, we'll we'll be alive when we read it here, uh, and, and we'll be high on the air. And you can send that to tfi at tficast dot com or or Gmail. Isn't there a, a tfi Gmail? <laughs> Dude, is. start a tfi Gmail or is there a tfi f- Facebook account? No. Well, there you they go. Don't. No, there you go. You're all the, right. You're, there you go. Start uh, it up. Right. Start it up. Make right. people fans Folks, of it. Check it out. It'll be on next week. It'll be there by tomorrow. There's going to be a TFI yep. Facebook page. Yep. You're going to be fans of it. It's going to be awesome. You better. You better. Everybody will. My God, what the hell? Why not? Sure. All right. So pack it, and we that. will send you um, the entire collection that we that we come up with for next week. Yes, if, the winner you, gets all the packets that we. No, collect. we'll send you some better. We'll send you a button. Or a T-shirt, a TFI's T-shirt. We're going to go out on a limb here. If anybody actually sends anything, <laughs> we will go and print T-shirts. Seriously, wow, we will. All right, we'll do it. I'm, this I'm, is it. This whoa, it's on. Wow, folks, listen. I'm with you right here. We got we got packets that starts with P that rhymes with T that that stands for T-shirt, and you're going to get one <laughs> if you send one in. A story that is about a unique packets. packet. Yeah. All right. Good night. Don't. Go- Don't get any packet sauce on your hand. Don't piss on your packet.